you a Batman guy? I don't know if it's, I, don't, I don't know if it's Batman. Like I definitely respect Batman. I don't know if it's Batman though. Like it's because I think people the people are like even though people know some Marvel is like, people are either Batman guys or Superman guys. Batman has become like the Patriots, where everybody's a Batman fan. Yeah, and everybody thinks Batman's the best. Yeah. So now I don't I don't even like Batman. Wow, because of the fans that's sad because batman is pretty great he is great and in a vacuum like i love batman just like in a vacuum i really respect the patriots but i can't enjoy them because their fans are such annoying dipshits man that's like to a batman fan like batman is like the best ever but it's like you know that if he wanted to superman could just destroy him without even trying but batman fans will come back at you like well if you gave him enough time to to prepare no fucker but that was batman's best skill was preparation that was his best skill probably you can't prepare for a guy shooting laser beams and out of his eyes up your asshole and also i think it's more translatable because his main his his best power that he's a rich white man like that's so if that doesn't say it all about I mean, like what are we talking about here? what do you need what else, like, what do, else we need do we need to talk need? about there's nothing what else, else that you need? need what other superpower do you're you need? you're a rich white straight male with no parents to disappoint i mean duh batman like it's a layup <laughs> why would you even argue it i'm just saying like it, like because like superman is superman but like I mean, that's why people. That's why people. That's why Batman translates so much to real life because it's like that is real. Like, which way could do all those things? He mm. could dress like a bat and fight <laughs> crime in the streets. Who's gonna stop him? Nobody. The cops? What? He owns no. the cops. He could buy the cops. What do you, no, like it, he, he makes the most sense. I think that I think that's part of it. He makes the most sense to people. That's true too. That's a good point. Coming to you live from Ed's living room. You're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. How's Lent going for you? Uh, Lent's okay. We um, are, how many days has it been now? It's like what? Three? I, I want to say this is like week three. This is week three Lent. for you. Yeah, week three. No booze. No booze. No alcohol. Mm. How you feeling? You uh, you miss it yet? No. I mean, I feel fine. Like, sobriety is overrated, but I guess that's to people. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I get, no, like, sobriety is overrated to people who don't have a problem, I guess. It's like. How dare you? I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying because it's it's cool. But I mean, I don't. I, I don't. I didn't drink that heavily anyway. Like it's most like the social circles that I have issues with, like not being able to drink. But I mean, so what you re- you really need to do for next year is not give up drinking, but you need to give up being social. That'd be that's unhealthy though. Is it less unhealthy than not drinking? I think so. I think so. I think it's about the same. No, because I, th- I mean, think about it. Like, it's one thing to not drink, but one thing to have no social contact. Not no social contact, but just like minimal social contact. Meaning like what? Like you don't go out past 5 p.m. Because that's happy hour. That's weird. Like you're just like, all right, guys, I'm out. But it's only 4.30. Yeah, I know. But it's this thing I got. I'm, I'm lenting. I think, well, I think that I think the thing about Lent is I don't want to do things that are destructive like you don't want to like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give up water for <laughs> um, six weeks. Like you want to do things that are constructive to you because I I think that limiting your social contact, social circles, that's a little bit more harmful than helpful. I think. 
Maybe. It works for Batman. Right. <laughs> but do you have any uh, advice for anyone out there who may also be going through the no booze for Lent thing that may be struggling with it? Um, Just take it a day at a time. Uh, I would hope that your issue with booze is not as deep. It's not that deep. Because um, mine really isn't. Like I'm not gonna say I say like I, I I struggle with it, but the people that struggle with it, mm. and I would have to take it a day at a time, and and don't let it just be forty days. Like maybe if you can keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, and you can push past if you feel like you can. Yeah. So I mean, this could be this could be a start of something. So true. Yeah, make it a start of something if that's how you feel. I was so inspired by our conversation last week that I decided to take the vow once again, not for Lent, but just for personal enrichment. So I am doing it. I am embarking. Today is the day, the sixth day Jesus. of my vow. Let me tell you something, Ed. It's hard. It's tough, man. I mean, it's, this isn't like that. Um, I'm talking about plain sight moment. Is a way telling me it's hard. Because like, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's the end of the podcast. And we'll have to cut this shit short. And, <laughs> You have to go home. No, sir. that's not where I was going. You but to, it's you have to go home, sir. It's funny that you said that. I can't help you. Well, <laughs> I can't help you. I cannot help you, sir. Oh man, no, man. What I was saying, what I was gonna say was that like I never realized how often I thought about sex until I was forced not to think about sex. Oh yeah, like it's it's a lot. No, it's 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 like in the car. It's, it's it takes a lot of your mind, and I don't even be like, like turned on thinking about it. I'll just be thinking about it, like, oh yeah, it's been a while since I've had sex. I mean, think think, think about it is like everything that most guys do in life is for sex. Just think, I mean, think about like yeah. the clothes you wear, yep. the kind of cars you want to drive, True. the kind of home you want to live Facts. in. Um, what else? The way that you carry yourself. Well, yeah, the way you carry the job yourself. that you go after. Right. It's all to gain the attention of the fair sex. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, you think about it all the time because that pretty much propels your life to whatever direction it is right now. You wouldn't know it by looking at me, by the way <laughs> that I dress and by the job that I have and by everything else. But, yeah, it's a driving force. Of every, yeah, for every guy. Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, I don't really care about the car. Like, you know, I, I don't think most guys care about the car they drive for the most part. Like, you think you do, but... Point A to point B is the main thing. If it, if if someone will see your car and notice you for it, then that helps all the more. But it's like you don't notice what it looks like on the outside while you're in it. So what does it matter? Nope. Just as long as it has you know air conditioning, a gas pedal, some right. sort of functioning brake system. Right. Well, we want we want we want big we want fancy cars and big big houses because girls want those. Yeah, you want a jacked up. Uh, what do they call those? The the trucks. That are on the stilts. What do they call that? Um, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, though, right? The like the like they're almost like monster trucks, but yeah. not as what do they call them? Purposeful. Yeah. <laughs> what do they? They got a nickname. I don't know what the fuck. But that's what you bought. You that, want that? That's what the guy sounds like that drives those things, though. Yeehaw! Indeed. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll keep up with that. We'll we'll keep up. You keep you guys updated. With yeah. our uh, our Lent journey, yeah, mine's not that harrowing though. Like it's not as. I mean, yeah, you kind of copped out. You kind of took an easy one. 
You should you should you should do you should do the vow with me. Start it now. That. Start it today. No thanks. Come on. No do it with you. me. No thank you. It'll be fun. No thank you. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, your bracket is it busted yet? Your NCAA men's college basketball tournament of champions in America bracket is it busted? Have you started it? Have you done one? I mean, no. Like, I don't normally do them because I can't follow who who can who can who can make their bracket with one hundred percent um confidence though. Because you never do, you never, never can. Do. It's impossible. So it's just me. It's just me, like literally writing names of schools on the board. It's a total guessing game. And if you think, and if you're one of these guys or people out there that think that there's a science to it and that you can actually like study the teams and figure out who's gonna win and who's gonna upset, you are a fucking piece of shit because you can't do it. It's, it's impossible to do it. Dude. If you were able to do it, people would do it every year. And it's I don't impossible. think anybody's had a perfect bracket in like 50 years. I don't think it's ever happened. Has it happened? I, I mean, it may have, but I don't shit. know of anybody that's ever done it. Man, it's like picking crazy. the lottery. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Do you have a pick? Do I have a pick? Um, who's going to take it all? Yeah. I mean. Is it going to be Duke? Probably. I mean, I don't you know. So? You think I don't know, good? but they can't, they can't shoot, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they got a lot of problems. They got yeah. a lot of holes. They can't shoot. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't really been paying that much attention to it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, I don't. I don't either. But like, I just know. I know the big names that are in there. What their flaws are. What they what they're good at. Like, um, I'm going with Zags. The Zags. I think so. I don't know. Is Gonzaga even still in it? They are actually. All right. Then I'm going with the Zags. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't. <coughs> I, don't even, I don't even care that much. It's like. I just know when people go crazy over the brackets, but I'm just like everyone, and everyone has a bracket. I'm like, you watch less college basketball than I do. There's no way that you know what you're doing with that bracket. It's kind of fun though. No, it's fun, but I, it's fun, but it's not a sports. But people think it's a sports thing. I'm like, it's not a sports thing. No, it's definitely not a sports thing. At this point, like with the way they're picking and how how random you're picking it, like I think anyone could know that Duke has a good a good squad. So sure. you, you you put them far in your bracket because it's Duke. Like yeah. you, you know enough. You don't have to watch basketball to know that hey, Duke's. Not bad at basketball. Yeah, you see that little number by the school name, and you just say like, "Oh, the better number is the better team." Yeah, like North Carolina, or if you see, like, or not even, not I don't even think people know about Gonzaga. No, but yeah, like you can, but you pick the high seas. They got a funny name though. They have a funny name, and John Stockton went there. Who went there? John Stockton. John Stockton went to Gonzaga. Yeah, I didn't know that. Fun facts. Um, <clears throat> I see the best player in. Utah Jazz history? I think Carl Malone would be, but I don't know. I guess it's debatable between those two. We got to have a conversation one day, like maybe when the NBA playoffs start, but like we're going to go through each team and we're going to give the best players from each team. Like NBA Jam? Kind of, but like all time. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like all time. Like yeah. pick throughout the history of the, of the team. We're going to have an all NBA show. Wow. So it's like the all time NBA Jam. Yeah, all-time NBA Jam. Oh, imagine if they did that, like a classic NBA Jam where you could just pick through like, like you could team up like Dr. J and you know Vince Carter because they both play for the Nets. Yeah, that would be crazy. That'd be kind of dope. That'd be sick. Yo, Midway, get on that. Yeah, yeah, we're slacking. So no, no real enthusiasm for the tournament. Not really. 
I mean, it's fun. I, I, I mean, be, you get good games, so that's cool. It's right? always fun to watch. The yeah, games always, are always yeah, the games fun. are always good. I'm not saying I don't have I don't have a vested interest, but I just know I'll get good basketball games. What about the NIT? You're gonna you're gonna tune into the the national invitation tournament of the loser bracket from the national championship, uh, or what is it? National Collegiate Athlete Association mm-hmm. Championship Basketball Tournament of the World. You the this is why we use acronyms. Uh, <laughs> This is like, you wonder why, instead of like, that's why. You're going to tune into the NIT, the, the, the games of NIT. Maybe. I mean, if it's on TV. Yeah, it's always going to be on TV. Hey, so um, shout out to New Zealand. Um, been going through some shit, to put it lightly, um, in the wake of the tragedy that occurred. They have been putting their foot on the gas of trying to right the wrongs and make sure that not only did the victims not die in vain, but an occurrence like this doesn't happen again. So far, they've banned assault rifles, the sales of assault rifles mm-hmm. in the entire country. Um, they have denied access, media access to the um, the shooter, right? Yeah. So he won't be able to talk to the media. The media won't be able to talk to him. Nope. Um pretty sure they're gonna bury him under the jail yeah and they've made a lot of efforts in their law enforcement to do training on uh the muslim religion yeah they've gone as far as to wear headscarves in public the uh, officials They're, they're doing a lot of things to make it look like they are really trying to right the wrong right um, is New Zealand country goals? Question mark. It should be. Set your take. No, it should be. I mean, I'm from the government even went as far as to pay for their funerals. That's big. Yeah, they pay for their funerals. Like, That's huge. And they're like they and like they said the show of scarves, the wearing scarves, side of solidarity mm-hmm. with the Muslim community. Like I've seen people like that. They've had like interfaith, a lot of many interfaith, um, you know, meetings and and meetings and like worship and worship rituals and like that together. I saw a biker gang do a haka. Yeah. At the at the site. Right. Which is that was, if you've never if you've never seen somebody a group of, um, Pacific Islanders doing the haka, that's yeah. like. That'll get you going. Yeah. It's beautiful and terrifying. Beautiful and terrifying. Yeah. It's been a silver lining and a very dark cloud yeah. to watch that country come together. Similar in a way that America did after 9-11. Right. Now you wonder, how long is that going to last? Because in this country, it lasted for about 47 minutes. <laughs> so, or so it feels like before we started like. having our divisions yeah um i mean i feel like it may be a little bit more sustained just because i feel like i feel like the government is kind of leading that push and going the right way about it it's not i feel like they're doing being more proactive than reactive in the situation mm-hmm. like they put like they're getting out and getting ahead of it and they're saying like you know we're like we're with the muslim community um you know and they don't like they don't tolerate this kind of they they're the people know they don't tolerate this kind of like uh, you know behavior or 
these kind of actions. So there's no there's no sort of like leniency in the topic. They're just kind of like this is wrong. There's no silver line to it. There's no hot take about it. Like we're like this is not okay. We're not we're not cool with this shit. Do you think that that would ever happen here? What do you think that the government would ever take such a hard and fast stance against guns like that? No. Is it at all possible? I don't think so. I think they have too much money. It's too much money involved. It's too too much many money, lobbyists. It's too much money in NRA from the for for, for for the government to just stand in unison on that. Doesn't matter how many people die. Doesn't matter. No, it it really doesn't matter. Like literally, you could have a you could have a massacre where like guns can get up by themselves and kill half of Houston. And I don't think that people would. I don't. I don't. I mean, that's a that's that's a weird scenario. But yeah, I'm just saying. Like, even I'm saying that to say that at money, just people. I guess people underestimate the amount of power of money. Like, because they have they have a lot. NRA has a lot of money in the government, a lot of it. So, if you're wondering why no one wants to take a say against gun, that's why because they got a lot. They're a lot of people's pockets. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's um, it's a long road, but. I think that this will also be because it's a real time occurrence and it's a real time um, strategy. We'll see the results, you know, like, yeah, you're right. At, at some point it'll hit an anniversary yeah. <clears throat> in New Zealand of this occurrence. Right. You know, it'll be, you know, one year, five years, 10 years, 25 years. We'll be able to gauge like, Hey, did that work? Yeah. Did that actually reduce reduce crime gun gun violence crimes in that country? Yeah. Is there a better relationship between the Muslim community and the, the you know the non-Muslim community in New Zealand? Like, is there things that we can actually see? Yeah. And if there are, like, let's just say that this works, that's going to put an incredible amount of pressure on our country and on other countries to actually do some concrete work when it comes to gun reform. I mean, yeah, but I still got that money though. I mean, money shmoney, man. Let's put they let's start putting our foots on people's necks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just that to put your foot on people's necks, to put your hand in someone's pocket. That's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> You see Green Book? You saw that movie Green Book? I did not. Me neither. I heard it was trash. But you know what the Green Book is, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would you say if I told you that there's now a Green Book for Trumpkins? That's right. There is a safe space app for MAGAs. I don't know what the plural of MAGA is. MAGAs. MAGA, MAGA millions. Maga. Million million magas. Mega. Um Mega Trolls. Mega. Anyway. Dateline. Mega Safe Space app developer threatens security researcher. The mobile app, dubbed a Yelp for Conservatives, was found with an open API leaking reams of user data. A newly released 63 Red Safe mobile app 
that aims to help wary Trump supporters find safe and conservative-friendly places to wear Make America Great Again gear turns out to have a host of security issues, according to one researcher. Meanwhile, Scott Wallace, the Oklahoma-based mobile 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 app developer behind 63 Red Safe, which is described on Google Play as a Yelp-like app designed to keep conservatives safe as they eat and shop, has not taken kindly to the findings. He's accusing the researcher of hacking his database and has threatened legal recourse. Okay, so let's take a pause right there. There is now an app for people who like to throw around the term snowflake to be amongst their own kind. Mm. Much like a snowflake packed into a snowball. Maybe that's what we should call them now. We should not call them snowballs since they all like to huddle together. Okay, snowballs. And get hurled at with with pee. Uh. Yellow snowballs. Uh, Allegedly. I don't know if... I don't know if they like to get peed on, but there is some nice correlation there between this this uh, potential pee tape. What is a snowflake? What is, what is a snowflake? Snowflake is like a delicate little thing. I mean, yeah, but why'd that term catch on? I don't know. I I really don't know where that came from. Yeah, I don't know. As if being a snowflake is bad. Like snowflakes are fucking awesome. You ever see one under a microscope? It's beautiful. They're very different. They're Each one different. is different. Yeah. The French security researcher, who goes by Elliot Anderson, just like the main character in Mr. Robot, tweeted out his findings earlier this week. Oh, sorry, not Anderson, Alderson. Alderson said that in taking a look at the publicly available source code, he found that Wallace had implemented an open API in order to communicate with the 63 Red Safe server, which contains the app's database. The issue is that the API is has no login protection. So... This guy has your access to your email, probably name, phone number, whatever else. If you're on 63 Red Safe. If you're on this app, yes. Okay. Um, which apparently is like, just like Yelp. So I guess you would have to enter in your location, maybe credit card information. I don't know. Um, but definitely your name, definitely your email address, which as we know, can be just enough that you need in order to get into somebody's sh- shit. Yeah. Um, how funny is this? On a scale of one to ten, how funny is it that there's a, a first of all that there's like a green book for mega, 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 megas, megas, megas. <laughs> there's a green book for Matt. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to process it all still because I just is is mega gear that. Like hot, you have you have to wear it somewhere. Like you have to wear that hat. That somewhere. hat is not swaggy at all. Like you have to, like as I'm saying, because like I, I need, I need to be somewhere where I can wear this stuff proudly. I have not seen in the two and a half years that Trump has been president. I have not seen one piece of Trump gear that's been like fly. Not one. I've not seen a T-shirt. I haven't seen a jacket. I haven't seen any designer belts. No shoes. No socks. No hats. Nothing. Not an accessory. Nothing. That says Trump or 45 or anything that's been cool. Meanwhile, Barack wore a bomber jacket with 44 on the sleeve. Internet went nuts about it. I'm just saying. What's the, what's the, what are we missing here? I'm missing something because I'm saying I don't know where you'd have to go. Like, I would, why would I get like, why do you download an app to see where, I, where can I wear my makeup, my, my red hat at? I don't know. Maybe because like, they're scared. I mean, 
they scared to they you know what it is because we've seen a lot of videos pop up on the timeline of people getting dragged for wearing their the mega hats mega hats yeah there was a dude in fucking canada who wore it at a vigil for the victims in new zealand Uh, a canadian let that process i'm gonna say this for you again a canadian wore a make america great again hat america he wore it to a vigil for the victims in the shooting in new zealand a make america great again hat worn by a canadian now why in the fuck would you feel the need to wear that hat there at that time at that place unless you were just trying to be a dick Ah, yeah that's the reason why you wear the hat it's just to be a dick I don't know, man. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I don't need like a, a a green book for that. I don't need I don't need like Yelp for that. You could just leave your hat at home. I mean, that would make too much sense. I guess it would. But on top of that, it's like, what places are on this app though? Like, what kind of mayonnaise sandwich bar is going to be? <laughs> that's a great on question. Sixty sixty red safe app to be like, oh, I guess you eat here, or just try this place to always serve our rib tips. I don't know. Like, who's you- you know what we should do? We should download this app. I'm afraid it was going to come with it. And look and see if there's any places around here that are on that place. I don't know app. if I want that though. Like I don't, I got it's not, I feel like it's 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 like it's like a light form of like trying to get on the sex offender app and see who's in your area. Oh, yeah. It's a light form of that. What if you have you ever looked that up? No, I haven't. You should look it up. I'm not a child. I mean, but you should still know. Just cuz you don't know who you want to be friends with. Like maybe it's somebody in your building and you're like, oh yeah, he's cool. And then you go to look at the site and you found out like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're he's right. Got some, he's got some problems. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's just always good to know. It's better to know than to not know. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. But I'm I, like, but who is on this app though? On 63 Red Safe. Like what places are we going to go eat at that I got to, that I want to make sure that I can eat and be a racist. Like you want to be comfortable, man. I want to be racist and get a hot meal. Like we're gonna do both at the same time, and it's like I'm gonna call my. St- <laughs> you know what I can go for right now? Some pot roast, because I just feel like all maggots eat pot roast. Pot roast. Pot roast and meatloaf. Chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. Uh, chicken uh, fried chicken. Chicken fried steak. Yeah. We're just naming a bunch of southern shit that you find at Luby's. Right. We're terrible. We ate shit. I mean, it's that's, that's what it is though. Like, cause we're. Where where else would be on this app though? That's why I'm, that's I'm still on that. Like what place would be on this app? We're gonna look it up. We're gonna find out. I'm gonna I'm gonna install it. You're, you're brave. You're braver than me. Yeah, I'm gonna put a virus on my phone willingly. Yeah. Okay, so um, here's a weird story to talk about. Dateline clarification: Ferguson activist death story. In a story, March seventeenth. The Associated Press reported that the deaths of six young men connected with the 2014 anti-police protests in Ferguson have drawn attention on social media and speculation in the activist community that something sinister is at play. The headline referred to the deaths as puzzling without providing attribution. This version of the story replaces the headline to focus on the fact that the activists are unnerved by the deaths. The story with the new headline is below. Activists unnerved by the deaths of men tied to Ferguson protests. Okay. So this is what happened. Uh, There was a a story posted that's garnered some attention where 
some members of the protests in 2014 have turned up dead in suicidal or overdosed um, occurrences and family and friends have speculated that that's not necessarily what may have happened. Yeah. Two young men were found dead inside torch cars. Three others died of apparent suicide. Another collapsed on a bus. His death ruled an overdose. Six deaths, all involving, all involving men with connections to protests in Ferguson, Missouri, drew attention on social media and speculation in the activist community that something sinister was at play. Police say that there's no evidence to the deaths have anything to do with the protests stemming from a white police officer's fatal shooting of 18-year-old Michael Brown and that only two homicides with no known link to the protests. But some activists say their concerns about a possible connection arise out of a culture that fear that persists in Ferguson four and a half years after Brown's death, citing threats, mostly anonymous, that protest leaders continue to receive. The Reverend Daryl Gray said he found a box inside of his car. When the bomb squad arrived, no explosives were found, but a six-foot python was inside. That's fucking crazy. That's weird. That might actually be scarier than finding a bomb in your, in your car. I mean, I think it's more manageable, though. But I mean, a bomb, you can look at your car and be like, that wasn't there when I saw it, when I, when I left it. I'm going to check that out. Or I'm going to get somebody to come in and check that out and find a, there's no bomb in it. But like, let's say you miss it. Like, let's say it's hidden in the back seat, right? You're driving along. You hear something sliding around the back seat in your car. You're like, what the fuck is that? You go, you open up the box. Bam! A fucking snake pops out at you. Bites your face off. Wraps its coils around your neck. You're like, how the fuck did this happen? This is how it ends? By a snake? In Missouri? Where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. That's that's terrifying. That's terrifying, but I'm saying like with the bomb, it's like, oh man, that's that's the end of it. (laughs) Like there's not... If you're lucky, that's the end of it. Yeah, there's way less thought. Like if other other way you wake up with like missing appendages or like missing limbs. Yeah. Yeah. No arrests have been made in the two homicides. St. Louis County Police spokes, per, spokesman Sean McGuire, McGuire, McGuire said witnesses have simply refused to come forward, leaving detectives with no answers for why the men were targeted. We don't believe either one was connected to each other, McGuire said, but adding it's tough to come up with a motive without a suspect. So they really don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. They say there's no connection, but they don't know for sure because there's nobody coming forward to spill the beans about anything. Nope. Which could lead me to believe that this is connected, but this may be some street shit. Maybe. DeAndre Joshua's body was found inside a burned car blocks from the protest. The 20-year-old was shot in the head before the car was torched. Darren Seals, shown on the video comforting... Brown's mother, that same night, met an almost identical fate two years later. The 29-year-old, the 29-year-old's bullet-riddled body was found inside a burning car in September of 2016. That sounds like a hit. Yeah. That sounds like two hits. You don't just shoot a motherfucker and then burn his car unless you're trying to leave no trace. Not, not just that, like, but he's trying to send a message, though. Trying to send a message. Four others also died. Three of them ruled suicides. Marshawn McCarroll of Columbus, Ohio, shot himself February 2016 outside the front door of the Ohio State House. He had been active in Ferguson. Um, that also sounds like a statement. 
Edward Crawford Jr., 27, fatally shot himself May 2017 after telling acquaintances he had been distraught over personal issues. A photo of Crawford firing a tear gas canister back at police officer during a Ferguson protest was part of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch Pulitzer Prize winning coverage. In October, 24-year-old Donye Jones was found hanging from a tree in the yard of his North St. Louis County home. I remember hearing about this and people thought it was suspicious. They thought it was a lynching. His mother, Melissa McKines, was active in Ferguson and posted on Facebook after her son's death, they lynched my baby, but the death was ruled a suicide. Basim Masari, Masri, I'm having a hard time reading these, a 31-year-old Palestinian American who frequently live-streamed video of Ferguson demonstrations was found unresponsive on a bus in November and couldn't be revived. Toxicology results released in February show he died of an overdose of fentanyl. Um, what is fentanyl? It's for pain. It's, pain so it's a painkiller. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think about all this, man? Is it likely that this is connected or is this are these all just coincidences it's highly coincidental though uh, it, yeah i can't rule it out it's because the deaths are just so strange and violent and violent yeah and they don't and they seem without explanation that they just died these violent ways with no ways as to why it happened or any other motives to why it happened the suicides and the overdose i'm almost willing to forgive that there's nothing, there's no, there's no investigation involved. Right. But when you see two cars get sprayed up, Angus had on fire, Angus had on fire and you don't look any further into that, and you don't look to see if there's a connection between the two. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's like, oh man. So it's like, what do we got? We got a, we got a car riddled with bullets, and the victim riddled with bullets, and the car was set on fire. What do you mean, Johnson? Um, Seems like an average day to me. <laughs> right. Sprinkle some crack on them. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> open a shut case. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yeah. So, no, there should be more looked into that. There absolutely needs to be more effort put into that. And I'm, I'll definitely be paying more attention to that going forward. But I do remember those stories popping up on the timeline and it just being like, I, I, I mean, it's... <sighs> 2014 it's now 29 we're looking at like five years i mean it's still getting haunted yeah from that one moment it's just the shit doesn't go away guys like it 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 leaves a news cycle but these people have to deal with this shit every day of their life and it's only a matter of time before it happens to you so let's just start taking care of each other man i'm sick of talking about it Speaking of taking care of one another, mm-hmm. we did it. We finally won something. Big win coming out of the state of Texas, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you heard yet, but I'm about to let you know. Dateline! Texas House passes bill legalizing lemonade stands run by children. Wow. Just a stand up, round of applause. What a moment. What a moment. Where were you? <laughs> Where were you on March 20th? We, yeah. The Texas House passed a bill on Wednesday to legalize lemonade stands run by children. 
The bill, sponsored by Texas Rep. Matt Krause, legalizes temporary lemonade stands and other stands selling non-alcoholic beverages operated by minors on both private property or public parts. Let's get this money. It's time to come up. Let's start monopolizing lemonade stands in yeah. these part in these streets. Yeah, we have to. I think we should. We just got to get a someone that's under eighteen. I got a nephew, or no, I don't. What am I talking about? I don't even have a brother. How am I going to have a nephew if I don't have a brother? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a dumbass. The measure overturns a ban from the Texas food establishment over health concerns from homemade drinks. A similar bill was passed by Colorado state lawmakers earlier this month. Young entrepreneurs in the state will be allowed to make profit from the bill if the bill passes in the state Senate. Okay. So will this stop people from calling the cops on lemonade stands? And, and I mean, in Texas, I hope it would. I don't know if it will, man. Do people do that a lot in Texas? People just call on people? I mean, we've seen it happen. I think it was in New York. Yeah. That, video that went viral. But I mean, I, I, I think most people have sense to know. Yeah, just somebody lemonade. That a child. If we can let kids sell cookies in front of the Kroger and harass me for, for, for money, when I clearly am trying to quit your addictious nature of your tagalongs and your Samoas and your lemonades, speaking of which, uh, I think we can allow kids to sell sell beverages on these hot summer days without making a big deal about it, right? I don't think so. I mean, I never care either way because if I saw a kid sell a lemonade, I just, I don't really want it anyway. You don't want lemonade? From a kid, no. Why not? I don't know where that lemonade's from, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even making lemonade. I'm not, that, I'm not that trusting. It's like, what if it's like a 50 cent little Dixie cup? I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably buy the lemonade and throw it out. In drinking. front of them? Not in front of them. You should do it in front of them. I'm doing that. <laughs> but, I probably, but like, I, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking like, I'm not walking by and drinking some kids lemonade. I don't know what you put in this dog. I don't know how you make this. So. Wow. I'm not that trusting. How do you like your lemonade? Do you like it really sweet? Or do you like it a little tart? I like a little tart. Yeah? Yeah. I like but, it sweet. But it's not, but, but like I said, it's not an indictment on the kid. Like I'm not trying to. It sounds like it. It's not. I really, I mean, that could Sounds be anybody. like you're shitting on a kid's recipe. It could be a, it could be a grown person. I'm not buying any. I'm not. It doesn't matter. I'm not buying random lemonade like from. I'm like, I'm like I didn't go to eat. Like I'm one thing if I went into like, I don't know. <laughs> they were selling funnel cakes. <laughs> <laughs> funnel cakes and lemonade. It's like, what is this? The rodeo? How much is it? It's fifteen dollars. Excuse me. Yes, yeah, this is rodeo. Uh, this is rodeo. This is like, <laughs> like, who's no. playing tonight? Right. Like it's one. It's one thing if it's that, but it's like. Nah. Like, so you've never bought lemonade from a lemonade stand? Not from a child, no. Did you ever have one as a kid? No. I can't remember if I did or not. I know, like we can't we can sell shit outside at my house. No. Not not if it wasn't crack. Oh, if it was crack, it'd have been way worse. You could sell yayo. Yeah, shit, I don't know. <laughs> Man. I'd have caught all kinds of hands if I was selling anything in front of my, in front of my house. Bro. My mom, bu- my mom would have busted me up. Now that I think about it, I think I did actually sell like Kool-Aid pops as a kid. Like we used to take like the Kool-Aid and make it, put it in the ice tray. Yeah. And then sell those. My mom would have fucked me up. For selling Kool-Aid pops? Yeah. You Why? Sure. She didn't want you making no money? Not like that. No. Nah. Why not? She wants you to worry about school. I don't worry about selling money instead of selling the corner. A little, uh, little side hustle? She went down with it? Hell no. You know, you know, hustle education. That's it. It's your only hustle. You ain't doing <laughs> shit else. Uh, that and your fucking chore. That's it. 
Isn't it kind of funny that we spend all this time going to school to get a job when really we could just have a job anytime we want? You could just have a job. You could. Like you just start, you could sell, uh, you know, like you could start doing other people's laundry. Like you could. Give me $20 for a shirt. You could. Uh, I think, but I think the benefit of school is that like when you get in that, when you get that way, you skip school and you go and just, um, trying to, I don't know, just work and get, get, get a living. Somebody that went to school is going to tell you they can, they have an easy way to make money. You give them all your money, and they'll rob you. <laughs> we call those multi-level marketing, exactly, or pyramid schemes, exactly. So I think it's good to know because I think if you're in school, you're better off knowing how to spot a grift, and like that's and, true. And maybe also be able to spot off the fact that like no one's just gonna give you anything for nothing. Like you know that off top too. Like yo, by the way, now that you mention that, fuck all these companies. That take up all this sponsored space on all these job listing sites. Like I am so sick of going to the going to like Indeed and seeing adverts for Camp Gladiator. Like fucking stop it, dude. I'm looking for a real job. Like stop feeding me this bullshit. And then you go to Camp Gladiator's like reviews from the employees that used to work there. It's all terrible. It's all like one star reviews. Right. And then there's like a couple of like five star reviews peppered in from the actual like corporate employees that need to keep the business afloat but for the most part it's just a bunch of former employees shitting on your company damn and yet you still have the gall to take out advertising space and waste my eyeballs on your bullshit fuck out of here right fuck camp gladiator bro (laughs) you tell him i said it camp gladiator hey so uh it's march 20th we are six days removed from the official man's holiday Steak and blowjob day. Yeah. How did you celebrate? I don't even remember. No steak? No, no steak. No blowjob? Probably not. Mm. Can't even remember. Getting so many blowjobs, can't even remember what day they hopping on. (laughs) I feel you, play. I smell what you're cooking. (laughs) Uh, Steak and blowjob day didn't really catch on the way that you figured it would. No, I didn't. Happened when I was in my early 20s. That was the first time I heard about it. Uh... I don't know what happened. Sounded like a good idea at the time. They gotta go the proper channels. Like first off, like there's no Hallmark support. No Hallmark support. Like you gotta have Hallmark backing on your holidays for it to even get afloat. That's true. Like they kind of skipped that. They think there wouldn't. There were no cards. There's no movie. There's no movie on their network. Nope. There's no like color scheme. No color scheme. Nope. Like Valentine's Day, you have like your reds, your pinks, your whites. Sticking to blowjob day is like what brown and. I don't know. Like, what would be, what would be a color to represent the blowjob? I, I guess know. white. I guess. Bro, like, brown and white is just not a good combo, color it's combination. It's not. It's gross. It's like one color, actually, and this other one's just kind of like it's white. <laughs> it's just a lighter shade. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just brown. It's just shades of brown. Yeah, that's all it looks like. It's just light brown from dark brown. Yeah, that's all it is. That's gross. That is, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't like that color scheme. That's disgusting. But that's the only thing that you would have for that. And... <laughs> <laughs> they don't there isn't any like they just didn't go it could have been a thing but I don't think I think it was just like one of those ideas that this sounded good but we didn't we didn't put enough like thought into it well it's not it's not catchy like Valentine's Day there's a story behind that like St. Valentine's Day like we're celebrating yeah. St. Valentine's Steak and a blowjob day 
It's so aggressive. We just want to break even. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's the only story that we have behind it. It's so which, aggressive. Also, trying. it falls on Pi Day, which is a much more uh, celebrated holiday now. Yeah. Who can say no to Pi? Exactly. They have. They, uh, it's more clever. It's definitely more clever. The fucking House of Pies. There's a pie symbol in the logo. Like it just makes sense. Yeah. Staking a blowjob day. It's like there's no there's it doesn't have a ring to it. No. So many things done wrong with it. It had a lot of it had a lot of promise too. So much promise. But it just no. We're not we're not not that's not there. It needs to go back and get workshopped. It definitely does. I think probably maybe a new day. What would you name it? Uh, I don't know. Or you said a new day. Yeah, give it, I'd probably give it another day. What day would you give it? I don't know. Just not March 14th. Because I think you try, try to do it one month after Valentine's Day, which would have been cool, but it didn't work out that way because it's on Pi Day. And it's also like sandwiched in between like um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot going on. Yeah. What if we did it like the day after Valentine's Day? What if it was February 15th? That way it's just you're right there. You're in and out. That'd be better than, that'd be better than what it is right now. Because you can you can hijack the color scheme, you can hijack the uh, the pinks and the reds and the whites. Because you yeah. still got the white, you're gonna need the white. Um, and then like you can get all that discount candy and flowers and bullshit. Oh yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can find a discount steak. There's a manager special somewhere sitting in that back freezer. Yeah. You know, like a an eye of round. It doesn't have to be a good steak. Yeah. It just has to be like a steak. A steak, something that he will enjoy. We'll figure this out, America. Don't get, don't worry. I, I'm gonna make this my personal mission to save steak and BJ day. To stay, to save steak and blowjob day. I'm gonna give it a new name. We're gonna do a whole new rebrand. A rebranding. We're gonna take it away. You know, like her. Like you know how she was like a Disney star, and like she came out, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, she's gonna be the next prince." And she was like, "Nah, I'm not really cool with this. I'm gonna go and rebrand it." And she came out just as her. She wore sunglasses on stage. She didn't even use her real name. That's what we're going to do for Staking Blowjob Day. We're going to rebrand it. We're going to give him some sunglasses. We're going to start be like, hey, just sitting on stage and underneath this purple light and, and don't even look up and just, just be talented. Yeah. That's what we're going to do for Staking BJ Day. That's don't cool. worry, guys. We're going to handle this, okay? We're on the case. That's it. State your take on the case. For Staking Blowjob Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Educate me. Educate us. Educate America. I guess I remember, I realized that I said at the beginning about Lent's take it a day at a time, but I guess that's, I guess, I guess why Lent works because that's just how life works, take it a day at a time, I guess. So, I mean, I guess even beyond Lent, um, just take it a day at a time, like there'll be ups and there'll be downs. You'll get knocked down. And I mean, some days are better than, some days aren't always going to be the best days, but like I said, just... I can do take it a day at a time. So, like I said, well, like I said, they teach you that in a micro microcosm mm-hmm. of life that just take it a day at a time, and you get there. So, yeah, we always get there on time. Yeah, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our Houston homies. Our podcast homies that are now going to be at Comic Palooza this year. Oh. Comic Palooza has a podcast panel, and they invite um, podcasters to come. and I don't even know really what it is. I think they do like live podcasts. I don't know if they do panels. I don't really know, but 
it's exciting because a few of our uh, our podcast buddies have been accepted to to do it this year. So it'll be interesting. Cool. We should probably get in on that next year. Although I don't know if anybody's going to want the world's most obnoxious podcast in a public forum that large. But yeah. we'll just bum rush the stage and we'll we'll, we'll see what we can do. We're going to do with our mics. Yeah. We're just going to bring our mics and just plug them into random mixers. Yeah. Probably get that one out. And right. you're going to have to fight us to get us out of there. Yeah. I think, I think we could probably last for like good five minutes, I think. I mean, I can fight. Yeah. For f- I can take security out. We're good for five minutes. Yeah. Before we before we get overpowered at some point, because they're gonna have people, like we'll get overpowered at some point. I can fight at least three people at one time. Okay, I can. I'm not saying you can. I'm just saying that even with that being said, you have like we have probably have a good five, a solid five minutes. Because they're gonna they're gonna have more than three people. Five and a half. Okay, five and a half. I give us five and a half. That's a that's a good amount of time. That's a, that's a great amount of time. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Late.